The Gun Experiment proudly presents Chopping It Up. And here are your hosts, Mike and Big Keith. Big Keith. What's going on, buddy? What's going on? I'm living life. I finally caught my breath. I had to do a little exercise tonight. It was tough for me. Oh, yeah? Like legit? You were like doing push-ups? Well, I came bathroom? up here. You you thought I passed out on this in, somewhere in the basement, but I forgot my laptop, so I had to run out, and I didn't want to wake anybody, you uh-huh. know, if they were sleeping. That was very weird. <laughs> so, so Keith shows up with a bunch of ammo and says, hey, would you- Hold this for me. Would you, <laughs> would you swap me some ammo, so it, some matching ammo for some of my non-matching ammo? And I was like- yeah, whatever. Sure. Fine. And I go upstairs to get ammo and I come down and I go to the studio and his bag is here and his coffee's here and he's not. And I'm like going all over the house looking for Were him. Were you yelling for me? I literally at one point was. And then <laughs> and then I went upstairs and I came back down and I was like. And then you locked me out. You I, locked the onion. I, I legit was like, maybe he went to go like to the. I don't know, like the utility room to get something. And he hit his head and <laughs> To go fell. flip your breakers. I, I didn't know what was going on. So it was very weird. But anyway, so I want to remind everyone that we release New Canton every Tuesday morning. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I want to talk about our friends over at Target Sports USA. Their everyday ammo prices are already an outstanding deal. But if you want to save money, check out their Ammo Plus membership, which gets you 8% off free shipping on ammo order priority and in stock product alerts. They're uh, at NRA right now, right? They are. As we speak. At the, as we yeah. speak. I, when, this anyone, air, when this airs, they'll be back. But Yeah, I'd ask any, everyone on Discord if they were there because I wanted them to get some pictures and uh, yeah. you know, get some swag from them. Yeah, our uh, boots on the ground, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Discord, if you're out there and you're not a member of our Discord page, shame on you. You should definitely join. There is a link in the show notes to join or you can hit me up on Instagram, DM me, I'll send you a link. Uh, it is literally the only social media place where you'll find Big Keith. So go on there and say hi to him. We're going to get this thing going, but before we do, I want to talk about on-site firearms training. As all of you know, we've trained with them personally. They're uh, Ben's a friend of ours, and I talk to Sean all the time. They're great. Um, we've taken medical classes, and I can assure you that you'll get top-notch instruction from them no matter what, but there's more. They are also bringing in the best instructors from around the country. They're currently working on bringing in Bob Keller of Gamut Resolutions, May 20th and 21st, for a two-day introduction to tactical carbine and pistol class. Head on over to OFTLLC.us to sign up for that class and many more. And if you do that, actually, someone just actually was on, reached out to me and said, hey, I've been following your podcast and I need a place to train locally. And I think I'm going to check out OFT. Oh, cool. And I was like, awesome. I'm like, so if you go train with those guys and you're a listener of the show, let them know we said hi and we sent them, sent you their way. And, you know, Ben's a great guy. We finally have a couple of trainings on the schedule with him, actually. We do. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to get a couple more in the summer, too. With That'd him. be a good idea. So let's get this thing going. Tonight, we have one co-host who is no stranger to the show and another who is making his show debut. Please welcome Frank Reese from Walk Hill River Small Arms and our friend and avid shooter, Beck. Guys, how we doing? Doing pretty good. Very well. Thank awesome. you. I should make note that we have the reigning run and gun champion in studio. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought I got ousted. No, well, you, you were still, you're still on Someone top. Someone was close, though. Well, yeah, we we're close. I'll get you. Can the, you look it up? Someone yeah, we'll was look close. It up. Yeah. But um, different show, so I don't keep that that note up, you know. Yeah. So while we're doing that, have you guys ever noticed that? Have you ever thought the fact that we're in the 21st century that sometimes 21st century technology could get you into 21st century problems? Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> no. No. Frank. Frank <laughs> that's, ha- too, that's too many words and two complete sentences for me to think about. Frank has never thought of this either because Frank and I had a very <laughs> weird situation with technology. Well, oh, yeah. I did. I he did. did. You, yeah. you didn't. 
Yeah. So last night, uh, so for those that don't know, I have uh, we have an assistant, Keith and I, who does a little bit of the behind the scenes work, and she texts every guest and says, "Hey, just want to remind you, you're on with Big Keith and Mike tomorrow." And so her name is Alex, and Alex sends a text to Frank and says, "Hey, this is Alex. Uh, I'm the assistant at the Gun Experiment. I want to remind you that we have a show. Blah blah blah." And that's the last I hear of this. I wake up this morning to a text from her, and she says. Um, this was a little odd. I realized that I texted late, but still a strange response. And the response to hers says, are you single? <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm like, yeah. I, I, my, my, I think my exact response was, yeah, he's a jerk. <laughs> this is true. But it's not. I was going to say, I don't think that's true. <laughs> As, well, after that, I thought he was. So I had to go over to Frank's today to pick up something, a uh, new, new pistol I'm buying. And... um. I said, can I talk to you outside for a second? He comes out and I said, listen, whatever that was last night, that can't happen. <laughs> and he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm looking at him and like, I'm, I'm expecting, by the way, Frank, I was expecting a ball buster response to whatever I said to you. He looks at me, he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I go, Alex, my assistant, are you single? And he goes, he looks at me for a second and he goes, oh. And like turns beat red, jaw drops, <laughs> never seen Frank like that. And he goes, I thought it was an automated thing. I didn't know it was a real person. <laughs> I thought it was a robot. I did. What made it look like a robot? It was very like professional. It, uh, like what you get in a doctor or a lawyer yeah. or any other appointment any you other have. automated research. So yeah. my whole thing was Mike and Keith, oh, they think they have an assistant. This is, <laughs> this. Oh, they're going to hear about this tomorrow night. So first off, I'm going to I'm going to open my salvo with a with a funny comment, and and that was going to be the opener here. I didn't know it was an actual human you didn't, being. You didn't so. know it was going to get turned around. Well, the best part was later in the day. I said to her, I was like, "Don't worry about it." I'm like, you know, just be, I was like, you know, I'm, I'll handle it. I said, but to be safe in the future, like don't text after eight o'clock. Like, just, it, it, just, was, it, just, it was you, it was eleven forty five. She's on the west coast, so oh, okay, gotcha. yeah, she didn't think you've set a new rule for the assistant. She's you not have. allowed to eat. <laughs> So, but this is the best part. So I go, I go, don't worry about it. But just to be safe, I was like, you know, just, uh, you know, let's not text after eight o'clock. And she goes, yeah, no, she goes, honestly, it really wasn't. Alex, I'm overruling Mike. You send it whenever you want. <laughs> so she goes, it honestly wasn't a big deal. She goes, but what I kept thinking to myself was, um, how did he not know that? How did he not think I was a guy? And did he just come out of the closet? <laughs> maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. So anyway. Frank, okay, that's awesome. So, so you're you, still the reigning champ. Back on topic. Uh, you are the the ne next closest person is three seconds behind you. Believe it or not, that's a big three seconds. When <laughs> you're at the top, every second's huge. Every second yeah. is huge, uh, and it's Fred uh, Masterson. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was pretty. Quick. He was pretty quick. Yeah, and then uh, Dawson is right behind him uh, from Bruiser. And yeah, you're producers. being a Navy SEAL right now. Good for you. So, gentlemen. I can't be there. Uh, Keith keeps telling me to shut up and just show up. But uh, so let's talk West Point shoot. Go ahead. You guys are going. What's it all about? My sling uh, won't attach to my rifle. <laughs> First world problems. First yeah. world problems. 21st century problems. There you go. So I got to get that fixed in about 36 hours. <laughs> That's your big problem, though. You'll sling? be working on it in the parking lot. Yeah, probably. That's Frank, my only big Frank, problem. you're apparently ready to go. I'm, I'm ready, which is odd. Usually you're never I'm getting ready in the parking lot. Okay. I'm ready. Literally, Beck, you ready? I am not ready. I am Frank this time. I am. How far behind, behind are you? Are you? Are, do you at least have a sling on your rifle? Um, there is a sling for my <laughs> rifle. Do you somewhere. need a sling? They did recommend they, they it. In the bring list. A sling. They did okay. bring it. No, you're yeah. going to be moving, and the rules say if you drop it, 
you're oh, yeah. DQ'd. You're out. Wow. You, can't drop, you can't drop a gun. So, yeah. so is this like, have you guys ever heard of tactical games? Yes. So is this I, on a smaller scale like that? Like, are you like dragging sandbags and then picking your rifle up and shooting and like getting your heart rate up? Is it like that? Absolutely. Yeah. Keith, don't die. I might die. Don't die. I'm going to take it slow. A, because I like you and I don't want you to die. And B, I don't, it's hard to find a co-host. <laughs> I'm sure one of these guys will slip yeah. right in. It's, it's a combination of physical uh, challenges and shooting and mental challenges and shooting. It's not all physical and shooting. Mental, so. like they'll give you like a trigonometry problem uh, and like that. Like, uh, I'm not joking. Like I've seen things where they give you some sort of like, you have to memorize 30 words or something. They'll give you some instructions. Um, there's been uh, stages where they'll show you a color and there's a bunch of colored targets out there and they'll tell you, don't shoot this color. And that seems easy yeah. until you start shooting. <laughs> yeah. Everything just looks like a target to you. I could see me being like, wait, did they say shoot or don't shoot? Oh, yeah, like, I could see that being like yeah. totally like. And then you snap and you just start shooting all the colors because, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And the hypothermia doesn't help either. Usually it's like 40 degrees. It looks like it's going to be raining. Good, nice weather. Yeah. A little bit of rain though, right? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Traditionally it's it's frigid, cold, and wet. So it'll mm. be a welcome change. The best well, this is for this is challenges. my first time. I'm excited. So two guns, rifle, pistol, and they said there were how many stations? Eight? Eleven? Nine or eight. I don't know. I think eight. I somewhere <laughs> between six and nine, I'm sure. Yeah. And they said probably uh you'll need like a, a hundred rounds of rifle and uh it's a, it's a low round count. Low round it's a low count. count. But but yeah. that's going one for one, not missing. Yeah, that's a minimum. So and what are the uh, what are the divisions? So there's open, which is you can run optic on both. Mm-hmm. There's uh, tactical optic. Well, there's iron, which is iron sights on both. Iron sights on both, and then tactical tactical tac ops. ops, which is what we're we're all going to shoot. Yeah, tac right? ops is optic on your rifle and and uh, nothing on your handgun. Iron sights on your handgun. Okay. All right. Well, gun cleaning and ammunition loading and magazine loading. And they did say we have to bring lunch or there was no lunch, but there might be lunch. Well, you and very, I don't have to bring lunch. Well, yeah, I was, yeah, I'm, good. I'm, I'm good. I yeah. mean, I might need a snack. Frank, you fast too? I, I don't call it fasting. I, I eat once a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fasting. No, no, that's what, you know, you eat when you find food. Okay. Yeah. yeah traditionally there has not been food, uh, except for one year, I think they handed us an MRE. Oh, that was nice of them. Eat them. It was the part light. of the stage, though. You had to eat it on the clock. Oh. No. I was like, come on. That would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Keith would have won that round. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I wouldn't even put water on you it. I just, yeah. <laughs> you haven't eaten in 12 hours. Keith would have just devoured it. Oh, my God. So let's talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. So listen, we all know the Terminator, right? I mean, Arnold's. we're all probably around the same age where Arnold was like in his heyday. Yep. Uh, of acting, at least. I was not really uh, old enough for his bodybuilding days. But anyway, uh, apparently there was a pothole in his neighborhood and he asked for it to be fixed and they wouldn't fix it fast enough for uh, for him. So he was like, I'm going to take care of myself. So there's literally a video of like him and another guy like filling in a pothole on the road. And he wrote, you're welcome. The Terminators, uh, you're welcome. You have to do it yourself. This is crazy. For three weeks, I've been waiting for this hole to be closed. So I'm reading this article and I'm going like, is this like a publicity stunt? Like, do you think it's like, do you think a guy like that does it to really just be like a good guy and do it? Or you think he's like, look, I'm going to show everyone what a good guy I am. Both. You think both? Both. Yeah. Both. Definitely. So if, the, if he did it a little bit of press. just just to be a good guy, we wouldn't be hearing about it. 
He would have went out, did it, left. There's like an old saying, like if you know, if you loan yeah. someone money, the only two people you know about is you and yeah. them, right? That kind of he thing. He made sure the, to um, announce that he was going to be there fixing that hole, so somebody would be there. For Do you the think he uh, drove one of his Hummers there? Uh, no, I think he used that Denali. That so Denali that's in the picture. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy in the picture that's with him, everybody can't see. It's a, a older guy with a hat, probably. A little younger than Arnold. Arnold's like 75, I think. 75. You forget he's old. <laughs> he's he's old still in pretty good shape. I, do you think that Arnold just picked this shovel up? Because he kind of, is he, I don't know, is he even using it the right way? He's not. He's <laughs> is, it, is, anybody else, is anybody else weird out by the fact that it kind of looks like a body? Uh, it, <laughs> that has like a head, there's like shoulders. There's it does look con- like Well, where they're filling the hole? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was uh, a response and, okay, Elena Stern who was a senior public information director for the Department of Public Works, she said, uh, it's a service trench that relates to the active permitted work being performed at the location by SoCal Gas. Who expects the work to be completed by the end of May? So it wasn't a pothole. It sounds like they cut out a spot to work on like a gas line or something. So, so they're like, potentially going to have to dig it back up. <laughs> so right. he, he didn't fill in a pothole. He filled in a work zone. <laughs> That's great. I, was, yeah. I read that part and I was like, that's the kicker. Like he was trying to do a good deed. And in fact, he actually probably cost the taxpayers so more get, money. I mean, that, that's that got to be a, breaking a law, right? Like you, you got to be able to get a ticket for that. Well, I was thinking like, all right, so let's just say like rock, like where we are, rock cut, right? Or 52. If you're like hitting a pile, could you just go out there and fix it? I mean, would, I you, get, so. would you get in trouble I mean, for that? Probably not because no one would care enough. I mean, you're trying to do a good deed. You can't deed. be in traffic though. You no, can't be you can't traffic. disturb traffic. Right, well, they're definitely. Could you, if you're standing in the middle of the highway, could you, could you put cones out and be like, you know, put on your your orange <laughs> like ghost, vest, like Ghostbusters too? Yeah. When <laughs> I mean, there was a cone on 300 for the last few days, just one lone cone by itself. I don't know if you guys saw it. One sad. Oh yeah, I did see it. Yeah, maybe just, they were trying to fix a pothole. Maybe they were trying to fix a pothole that was going to be worked on soon. This is what screw your freedom looks like. It's pay high taxes and fix your own potholes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and actually, that's the problem because right? he was governor. And so there's a part of me that's like, you should realize that you fixing it isn't putting them on on the hot seat. Like you should be like, no, fix the damn thing. That's why I pay taxes. Exactly. Instead, he just did it, and now they got off the hook, right? So there's that there's that angle to it, I suppose, as well. All right, Keith, what do we got next here? So this was an article I sent you during the week, and uh, nobody threw anything at me. It was a New York Times article. I read this in detail. I got detailed <laughs> notes here, Keith. I, 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 listen, I, I, I thought it was good. So what... The owner of an AR-15 sees in every single place he goes. and So this guy was not. He is not a... Well, he says he's pro-gun. Correct. He, yeah. he tries to give the illusion. He, he talks about how he hunted as a kid, right? And uh, did a few other things. So he says, I'm going to read this quote. Indeed, though I generally support gun rights, I favor imposing restrictions on the manufacture and ownership of AR-15 style weapons. So as soon as I read that... Well, he didn't say ban, right? No, he said I'm, restrictions. I'm, yeah. <laughs> that but, shall not be infringed. Fair. This is a weird. This is a weird take from this guy, though. So he says the primary selling point of an AR-15. By the way, I agree with some of this stuff. The primary selling point of the AR-15 is that it can be endlessly modified, configured, reimagined. It can become louder or quieter, easier to carry, wield, fire, and reload, or more lethal. It is meant to be combined with a seemingly endless array of customizable stocks and grips. Um, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly. That's I. I agree. That, uh, that is it. One of the funnest parts is being able to customize it, right? I actually had a conversation with a non-gun owner yesterday. Good guy. Pro-gun, but not not a gun owner. And he asked what an AR-15 was and, and kept asking, what's that rifle? What's that rifle? And I kept saying, that's an AR-15, that's an AR-15. But they look totally different. Yeah. And he said, so explain that to me. How is it the same thing but different? It is the V8. Yeah. It's the small block V8 
of guns. Yeah. And, and you can configure it however you want. Yeah. Then he goes on to like how people who use them are like sort of mental tacticians. So he says the would-be tactician, every, this is the sort of the uh, title, every place that humans inhabit, housing developments, apartment complexes, stores, strip malls, hotels, churches, hospitals, and yes, schools, are opportunities for, I'm gonna use us, because we all have you know AR-15s and stuff, for us to imagine oneself taking part in military-style maneuvers. Where would you go for cover if you were here? How would you hold this position? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. I, that is, I, I do think through scenarios, not quite the way he's making it sound, but I definitely have run scenarios through my head. Like if I'm sitting here at dinner with my wife and family, like I, I'll give you an example. The other day we went out to dinner and it, the table was against the wall. And I put my wife on the inside and me on the outside. We were both facing the door. But I, my thought process was if something happened, forget gun stuff, but some, I could get out quicker to handle it. I wouldn't have to like, claw, you know, knock her out of the way. You wouldn't have to claw over your kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, I mean, I definitely think through these sort of situations, <clears throat> but isn't that like being sort of awake and aware of your surroundings and how you would handle? That's part of situational awareness yeah. of how, how to get out of a place. I mean, that's, that goes for fire, fire safety too. You know, yeah, it's, anyway. it's, it has nothing just to do. You're with thinking guns. about it from a defensive standpoint though, Mike, uh, I didn't read this article, but I'm assuming he's not. No, I mean, he's trying to convince, in my opinion, he's trying to convince the people who read this article that, listen, I'm a gun person. And uh, when I when I think about a sportsmanship, a sportsman rifle, because that's another term that's used for an AR-15, right, is America's sports, sports modern rifle, sporting rifle, modern sporting rifle. He says, when when I think of that, I don't, I don't think of things like that. I think of my 30-odd six. You know, hunting rifle. Hunting he said, he rifle. Says that. That's he what he says, says that. right? <clears throat> and you know, he he understands the the perspective of it's highly customizable, and that's what's attractive to some people by it. But at the same time, he's like, why if this is the 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 gun of choice? Which I think that we all agree that that's not true. It's not the gun of choice for for mass the gun shootings. Gun choice for what? For mass shootings. Oh, well. I mean, it is used a lot. It's used a lot, but pistols are used more often. No, I don't. I don't know of in mass shootings, but in overall, overall, pistols, overall shootings. That's definitely true. Definitely true. Maybe mass shootings. Finish your thought, though. If, if, um, so it's uh, that's why he feels that there should be some sort of restrictions on it. He's not saying an outright ban, which is what I took away from the article. He he makes he does make an interesting point. I found this to be actually very interesting. So he's talking about this sort of. I'm using the word he didn't. This like he was almost painting a picture of delusional tact sort of uh, fantasy. Yeah. But he says, I, and I'm quoting this, I suspect that part of the reason for the rise of the AR-15 fandom is the decline of other American hobby cultures. Examples, auto repair, dark yeah. photography, ham radio, yeah. uh, and the like. And he says, like, there's no reason to have a ham radio anymore. Like, anybody can reach I anyone. Totally in. disagree. Well, well, I, I disagree with a thousand percent. That's, yeah, yeah, but that's he's totally just, false. but I will, I will say though like this, like, auto repair. And he brings this up you could go buy like a 1970s muscle car, but it's very hard for people to work on things that are so advanced. I again, I again disagree. I mean, you oh, see some of the things. I, 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 I helped. did it to his brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, but you would not work on like the diagnosing the electronics of a car, like all the computers mm-hmm. and I, there most are, people won't. Most, most people, people won't be going into that, that type of detail, but it's not that you can't work on a car or use a computer to figure it out. I use 
a computer to figure out what's wrong with my car. I do think it's the, more the difficult than it used was, to be, though. It's I think definitely, it's definitely more, more different difficult. than I used to be. But the point that I was going to make in in that was part of the reason why people are losing touch with those things is because they don't push to do those things. They don't have a, a want to do a desire to do those things. They don't have someone showing them to do those things, right? Frank, we got kids. Beck, I know you, you have a daughter. You have a couple kids. Our kids are interested in stuff like that, right? right? Um, I mean, my kids fish. They hunt. I have a boy and a girl. I, um, I shouldn't say they hunt. They they shoot. Um, we were playing flag football in my front yard last night. You know, so what I find though interesting with this hobby, very interested in cars. This hobby thing is, I do think there's less of an interest in those things, but I think that it's not because you couldn't find interest. Like I said, you could buy a 1970s car and and work on it if if the modern one is too hard. Yeah, I think it's that we've gotten to a point where life is so simple, right? You don't have to go grocery shopping. Literally, <laughs> literally don't have to deliver go, to your door. Right, that it's gotten so simple that we depend on someone else to do so many things that a lot of people don't have an interest in being self-sufficient and knowing how to use a ham radio or have any interest in gardening so that they can provide their own food if they want to or have chickens to lay eggs. Like People are just like, why would I do that? But some people, and I think a lot of us at this table, feel that there is still some usefulness to being sort of self-sufficient and independent. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. But I, I have a different take on it. Again, there's less people in shooting sports today than there were 30, 40, 50 years ago. So I don't, I don't agree at all. Um, there's less hobbies today, but there's less people involved in shooting sports. I think more people are just sitting on their couch watching Netflix. Well, I, I was going to say, I know a lot of people, like guys that I work with and stuff. And I'm like, what do you do? And like, they'll tell me, like, I go to work and then they go home and they, you know, they spend time with their families and stuff. But I'm like, do you have anything that is just like, yours like that you go home and you enjoy doing like they literally don't have any hobbies or interests and i'm like that's just so weird to me when someone says to me like uh, how are you going to retire because i plan on retiring on the younger side and they're like ah you're not going to retire you're gonna be bored i'm like i will not be bored like i have so i don't have enough time to do all the things <laughs> that i want to do so i'm not going to be bored that just tells me that you need to get more hobbies you know so i just think i think part of it and it's yeah. based on a false premise, though. There's not more people involved in shooting and owning owning guns. Yeah, and then he goes in, he ends it by saying, basically says, like, you know, he's hoping for a saner culture, and, you know, it's like, obviously, if you're a gun owner, you're crazy, is what he's basically saying. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's the New York Times. Yeah, and you, you the tell was when he brought up hunting <laughs> in, like, the first sentence, yeah. because yeah. every... But Every anti-gun person brings up hunting as though that was the purpose of the Second Amendment, which yeah, I, has nothing to do with anytime it. Anytime I hear, I like guns, but mm -hmm. I'm like, no, you don't really like guns. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, I, 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 wanted, right I, wanted, I was hoping for a little bit more of a description on what uh, restrictions he was proposing, <laughs> mm. but there wasn't really much talk about that. Um, Anyway, the other another article. I'm so happy that Mike chose a lot of articles that I sent him this week for uh, uh, tonight's show. <clears throat> was the uh, NCAA tournament finished up a, a week or two ago now? I think. And um, ladies, right? Uh, ladies, yep. The Iowa's <laughs> woman women's basketball team came runner up to LSU, and uh, Jill Biden was in the audience and watched the game because uh, Do Doctor Doctor Jill Biden. I apologize uh, because. Uh, President Joe Biden was having chocolate chip ice cream. Vice President. 
vice, Form, former vice former president, vice former. president, current president Joe Biden was having chocolate chip ice cream. Jill Biden in, uh, invited the Iowa basketball team to join the LSU basketball team to the White House. And I thought that Iowa's coach's response was just perfect. She basically said, uh, no, thank you. We don't want to take away from LSU's, you know, uh, victory. And, um, but we, we invite you to come to Iowa sometime and uh, visit us and check it out. There was a couple of things here that kind of like rang for me. And one was a little bit of bash on the first lady. It's like, you were, she was trying to do a nice thing, I guess. It's you, inclusive, you, right? Everybody you, gets a trophy. But that's that's where I'm going with it. It's like, where does this end? Where do we? Get it doesn't. The, where do we get to the point where it's like, you couldn't just leave well enough alone? Like you, it was. It wouldn't. That would not have been negative on any way. That's how it's always been. You could have left it alone, moved on. It's always been both teams get invited. No, only the championship team. So she kind of reversed course and said, "But hey, you come too." It would. It was. I think it was a very close game, and so not making excuse. But she was like, "They fought so hard. Like I'd like them to kind of get some recognition." I feel like it has happened one other time. I feel like I had read that somewhere, but no, it doesn't matter. It's rare. We're like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Bidens. But I'm trying to kind of give a slight bit of benefit of doubt that, like, hey, it was just a nice gesture. But more importantly is the way the coach handled it, right? The fact that she yes. she knew the right thing to do. And what I thought was cool is one of her forwards who was ranked like, I don't know, I don't know what they the award was, but she was like an award-winning, like one of the best athletes of the year kind of a thing. And the forward said basically follow the sentiment of her coach. Like we we don't want to take this away from our opponent. They won. And I said, that's what leadership, that's what real leadership does, right? Like when you're a real leader and you teach the the right thing and you, you take the right course, the people below you see that and they kind of follow it and you get positive results from that. And she's a, one of the, you know, like I said, one of the best players in the NCAA. And what I find funny is the opposite is also true. When you're, Keith, your words inclusive and you're just, everyone gets a trophy. The opposite happens. It, creates havoc and it just completely messes things up. So I haven't been able to find quickly that if there were any other runner ups, but I will say the first thing I read that I was shocked at, do you know when this started uh, championship teams getting invited to the white house? Any, any guesses after the civil war Real was the wrong. first time wow. <laughs> Andrew Jackson invited the Brooklyn, uh, man, I lost it. Sorry. Listen, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, we a lot of times we talk about like, you know, the old days and this and that. But, you know, there was a time when grandpa was slapping grandma at the Thanksgiving dinner table for <laughs> food being late. So, uh, you know, uh, so there's that. Frank? Uh. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? The guy texts freaking strange women in the middle of the night. <laughs> Are you single? <laughs> it's just a bot. It is just a bot. You should see what I now, now I'm wondering if those other bots that I text are bots or not. <laughs> Maybe they're Russian bots. Russian, <laughs> a little Russian bot. You should learn how to say that in Russian. If they respond, then you know the answer. That's, yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so listen, Keith, you brought in a great article about some class, a class act in the sports world. I wanted to flip it on its head. My entire wife's, my wife and her entire family are all from Your entire wife. My entire wife and all her family. <laughs> they are all from Philadelphia. They're all rabid Friggin' Philadelphia fans. There, my wife. I mean, there's a jail in their football stadium. There used to be. A new <laughs> they one, they I, took it out. I don't think the new one has it. Maybe it does. I mean, they're just horrible fans. But my wife's feeling is pretty good about it. But these Philly fans, so they were at a Phillies game, and it was dollar hot dog night. 
and they decided to just buy a ton of dollar hot dogs and throw them around the stadium like freaking <laughs> savage animals. I can't tell. A lot of them looks like just hot dog wrappers, though. It both. It says both. Okay. It says that they threw. If you look, though, some are thrown. Like it looks so like they ate their dinner and they just littered. Through. They ate their dinner and just littered inside the stadium. In their own stadium, by their the way. Stadium. In their own stadium. <laughs> like, they're like, we don't care about anything. Just let's just destroy everything. Let's burn it down. wonder how many of them got carjacked on the way home from this game. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Is Philly like the. I think it is like a, a high carjacking. Uh, oh, yeah. It's bad. Carjacking specifically? Yeah. That it's, crime? Yeah. It's bad. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Beck was carjacked twice. No. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Twice? I, they wouldn't take it. I said, you got to have it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. So anyway, there really is no story other than the fact that the Philly fans are disgusting. You just wanted it. You were looking for the right time to get that on air. I love it. I mean, it just happened. It was like new. All right. So listen, I want to talk a little bit about uh, self-defense shootings. If you're in a self-defense shooting, obviously the cost is enough in legal fees to completely upend your life and financial well-being, right? Like if I'm sure you've thought about this, Keith, right? Like if you're, yes. yeah, if you're, if you're in, why I do what I can as a New Yorker. Yeah. So if you live outside of New York, you probably have a self-defense legal plan. Uh, and if you don't, you definitely should. If you don't know what it is, you definitely need to look into it. I used to have one, Keith. And I know. then what happened? You got to, well, I think I asked you about it and I was like, Hey, who do you have? And you told me and you go, but if you're going to do it, better do it quick because at the time you were still grandfathered in. Yeah. Uh, but you got a letter shortly after that. Yep. They said no more, not for New Yorkers, but for those of us in New York, we aren't, uh, that aren't allowed to have these legal plans. We are lucky that our friend Peter Tillum, uh, from Peter Tillum and Associates, he was on last week's chopping it up, did our bourbon tasting with us. He has started New York tax defense. Uh, it's a prepaid legal program, and it's just for New Yorkers. So if you're outside of New York, you could fast forward like five seconds, and you'll be on the next <laughs> part. But for those of you that are in New York, do not fast forward. Uh, Keith and I are both uh, paid members, paid in full. and Yeah, we uh, do not get that for free. We do not get that for free. <laughs> uh, but I assure you that Peter is an outstanding person. He's a, he's you know a real champion for the Second Amendment, and he's actually offered our listeners a special rate. It's $35 a month or $370 for the first year. Um, like I said, Keith and I, we both took advantage of that deal. And if you go to newyorktactevents.com and use the discount code, the gun experiment, you'll get that rate. So honestly, this is a, an ad read, but I really feel it's a very, very wise thing for people in New York to, to get. Yeah. It's the best you can get. And, um, you know, you get, uh, as uh, good a coverage as you can get, as you're allowed to get in New York. So 300,000, yeah. I think it's up to, right? Or is it 250? An unlimited right? civil, right? An unlimited civil, yeah. Yeah. Well, what you got to do is look at this army sergeant that was just convicted of murder when he had an AK-47 pointed in his face. Oh, I don't think I heard about this. Where no, was this? Uh, in Texas. Austin, oh, in Texas? Yeah. Austin, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I've not heard wow. of that. During a BLM riot. And you guys are watching hot dog throwers. We're watching yeah. hot dog throwers. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> He got stopped by a... A rowdy group of peaceful protesters with an AK-47, and uh, he shot and killed the individual when he felt threatened. Well, I think I said AK-47. I think the AK-47. And he's. I mean, if that's not an assault, (laughs) he's just been convicted of murder. Actually, they they weren't. They weren't going to charge him at all. And then there was a Soros-appointed DA that came in after, and I think charged him after the fact, right? Yeah, they they were. He had a gun pointed in his face. Yeah, yeah. This guy and they, had a AK charging 47. him. Yeah, yeah. But they convicted. He just got convicted. That's, yeah. that's in Austin. 
Wild. In Texas, the governor is trying to pardon him, but uh, he's uh, um, beholden to the, I think, the parole board of, of the state before he's allowed to do that. So, Oh, he's got to go. He's got to stay in prison until he can get to the parole board. No, I think the parole board has, has to, to approve his pardon or recommend him for I, a pardon. This guy, like, the, oh, I didn't even know that was the way that worked. Well, in Texas. I okay. Know. There's got to be more to that, right? Like just on the simple fact of a gun pointed in your face, I feel well, like. There was, there was 150 slides of evidence when they brought it before the grand jury and a hundred of them made him look innocent. The Soros appointed DA threw out those hundred slides and only showed the jury, the grand jury, 50 slides that were damning. Yeah, I think they even made the, the argument doesn't the that other lawyers, the, yeah, doesn't the, get an is appeal? That, is well, the defense's get, job to show those other slides? I, they didn't. He got convicted. That's why you need Peter Tillum. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I'm sure $300,000 probably a, isn't enough. Drop no. the bucket on that one. Yeah. 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 But it's all you can get in New York. Can you look up the amount? Make sure it's yeah, that, that I number. Do. And while you're doing that, so we're talking about uh, getting yourself into hot water. Clarence Thomas. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Clarence Thomas. What are you doing? You are the savior, my man. I. Okay. So first off. There's got to be a reasonable explanation. There's, <laughs> there is. There's got to be. So all right. So let me just lay out what happened. So first off, he gets kind of jammed up that he's getting taken. Um, who was the guy? What was the guy's name, Keith? Uh, billionaire Crow, Har- Harlan Crow. Crow. Yeah, Harlan okay, so Crow. Harlan Crow. So Harlan Crow is taking him on these yachts and all over the world on these vacations. And his defense was, we're longtime family friends. We simply were on vacation with them. We've right. taken them on vacation with us. They took us on vacation. With, and I, I actually think that that kind of like is good. I think, I think he's good with that. But this new one is weird. So um, Harlan Crow bought his childhood home. Well, his mom's home. His mom's. Sorry, he, his mom's. It's home. it's. He actually grew up with his grandfather. He didn't grow up in this home. He grew up in his grand with right. his grandfather. But but he bought. This is the weird part. He bought it for like like I was expecting him to say he bought him a home for like a ton of money. No, he bought his home and two vacant lots for like a hundred and was one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I want to say it was like one hundred thirty three, one hundred thirty eight or something thousand dollars. Yeah, and so he yeah, bought one hundred thirty three. Yeah. Hundred thirty three thousand, hundred thirty three thousand six hundred sixty three dollars. That's what he bought it for. Right. So and so after Watergate, there were these strict laws that like you have to disclose any. This is a funny number. Any real estate property that you sell that's over a thousand dollars, which made me go, when are you buying a property less than a thousand dollars? That's a weird number to pick, right? Like if they had said like, oh, any property, uh, you know, over a hundred thousand, I would have said. Why was it a thousand dollars during Watergate? Watergate was the seventies. Hundred thousand was a lot. No, a thousand dollars though. Yeah, that might have been appropriate back then. Buy a small lot or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Maybe two hundred fifty thousand dollars is the number. Sorry, what is for tax defense? Two hundred fifty thousand. Two fifty thousand. Okay. I just so I so I don't know what's going on with this. Like, there's really no like nothing in the article that says that like they're they're investigating him. Well, they give a uh, um, Crow gives an explanation. He says that he he purchased it. Um, to preserve it at a later date as a museum for uh, our second, you know, black uh, Supreme Court justice. And, um, you know, and he has done some good. Uh, he, he, he didn't only buy this property, but a, other, a bunch of other property. But if I'm being fair area. here, and if I'm being completely down the middle, that's fine for Crow. He didn't do anything wrong. <clears throat> Why didn't Clarence Thomas 
declare this. Declares it, yeah. That's, I mean, like, so what, what I, Keith, do you know this? You may or may not know this. Let's just assume that he screwed up. He didn't declare it. Is this something that they can, like, oust them? Like, can he be all? I don't, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I've seen anything yet that... that well, that's their goal. That's why they're yeah. bringing uh, yeah, this well, up. And that's kind of where I'm going with this. Is like when you look, it's like Trump's being investigated. Now Clarence Thomas. It's like well, an all-out attack, right? On, it's an attack on us. It's an attack on the on right. us. Yeah. 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 They don't yeah. like his it's decisions. It's not about Trump. It's which... not about Clarence Thomas. It's it, DeSantis. Whatever. Whoever our guy is, they're going to go after him. Yeah. That's their way of coming after us. It's funny because... And that, I did, really wasn't just thinking of going to, on a Trump rant or anything. But it's like so weird that like... The guy just for his entire presidency was investigated and then like he didn't win the election and they kind of just kind of like kept going <laughs> after him, but like needling little things. And the second it's like, you know, he's starting to do rallies and it's possible he's going to run again. It's like full on, like lock him up. <laughs> it's like crazy. crazy. It's like, I mean, and I said this to you last, I think last week is like fucking Nancy Pelosi just does it. Like there's no investigation on that shit. That pisses me off. I like I, I like her Twitter thing a couple of weeks ago. It wasn't in, in 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 reference to Clarence Thomas. It was in reference to Trump. But uh, something that basically he's guilty. <laughs> well, she she said this is good. Now he can prove his innocence. Yeah, now he can prove his innocence. Yeah, <laughs> they have nothing to say about the left leaning billionaires that buy all kinds of historical oh, yeah. properties. Um, I think Andrew Jackson's estate, or am I thinking James Madison? Um, Totally renovated it and created it into a totally different anti-American place. museum. You know, this is all the bad things about America. Come, come and see. Thomas also wasn't traveling the world with Epstein. That's kind of weird. <laughs> that would be a little weird. It's weird. Do yeah. the conservative, do the Republicans not have it in them to to do this to the other side? Like, is because I don't believe that. I believe they're all pretty. Yeah, cutthroat. Pretty, pretty cutthroat. Right? So, like, how, like that's why, a good point. Like, why, like, why like, 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 I'm being serious. So, like, it really bothers me that Nancy Pelosi's husband has the best stock trading record ever, like, better than Warren Buffett. Like, come on. Obvi- obviously, there's insider trading going on. Like, she talks no, in her sleep. She didn't, you know, she didn't know what she was saying. My point is, is okay, maybe I'm. <laughs> come on, ma- Beck. How do you know? <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not insider trading, but. Why don't we investigate and find out? You know what I mean? Like, why haven't the Republicans gone after that shit? Because they're all doing it, probably. You know, like it's like you know, you, you the they House want, of Cards start the vote. Yeah, the House of Cards starts to collapse, right? You I, know, I, I think they're fair. pussies. I think they want to be liked. I think that's what it is. I think they well, want to be. They my want wife, to be liked. You know, what my wife always says she says it's the nature of the conservative value, meaning conservatives are just that. They're a little more reserved. They're not quite as right. They don't sling mud quite as well. <laughs> if they somebody got morals. away with it, we're not going to rat them out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they, they, you're you're talking about a team that has, has no morals, and the lying doesn't matter to a team that it does matter to. So, they want to play by the rules more. Yeah. In some instances. In some, I mean, listen, it's I, frustrating I, from yeah, the outside. It, it, it is. It is. Yeah. And I don't know if I, you know, what it is I, I kind of agree. Like, I don't really want to stoop to that. Like, I, I wish it was. I want to be fair and kind of like let the process work the way it's supposed to work. Well, I, I, I read, I read. Clarence Thomas's book that quoted in this article, and uh, I wish him the best of luck. He he comes from some humble humble. Uh, I love him. <laughs> places I love him, and uh, he's uh, he's done great for the Second Amendment for sure. He never right? put a pubic hair on my can of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't try to tongue me <laughs> like the Dalai Lama. So what the fuck, man? <laughs> what the literal fuck? So 
he kisses this kid on the lips and then he says, suck my tongue. He literally said that. What? I mean, did, was he having weirdo. a brain aneurysm? <laughs> well, he was all smiles. You see the video? I wait. I gotta pull it up. Well, I, was, I, 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 I've seen a clip of it with his tongue out, and I didn't want to go any further. Dude, he did it. Yeah, he went the there. The kid did it. No, did the kid <laughs> did it? I, don't, I don't recall if the, the pull it up. Keith. Right, I don't dude. recall if the kid did it or what's, not. What's weird about uh, not weird? What frustrates me about this is if any any take cop, fireman, teacher, you name a profession, doesn't matter. Any adult, I, say adult, right? But I'm just saying. But yeah, sure, or kid for that right? matter. But like if. Joe cop was like, Hey kid, suck my tongue. Like it would be over. There'd be investigations. It would be fucking wild. Right. This guy's the fucking Dalai Lama. And everyone's just like, Oh no, no, no. The Holy father. So he's giving a little head, not head, butt. well, the kid says, head, can, head, I, head, the head kid says can I hug you? The kid says to him, oh, okay, can I, can I hug you? Oh, he's asking him. Okay. What, the hell? what was that? I don't know what that is. A little <laughs> shimmy. Like a head noogie. Brings him over he, again. He brings he gives a little him hug. A hug. He gives him a hug. This is fine. I'm okay with this. Kinda. I mean, it was a hug. It was an embrace. The kid asked for that. I heard. <laughs> he asked for the hug. No, no, he really did. A handshake. They asked for it, Mike. Oh, do we not okay? see it? Oh, don't tell me we don't see. It. They don't show it. Of course, they don't show Why it. Why would they show a kid? Well, I picked a... the wrong one. Come it's, on, Keith. no, it's it's probably probably getting scrubbed everywhere. I'm it sure. probably oh, yeah. is. It, it probably. Is. I mean, it's pretty did, weird. Did y'all see the the Elon Musk uh, interview with? British with BBC. Oh, no. I heard about this. That Fantastic. Was, NPR, right? So, it was NPR. No, no, it was BBC. And the interviewer, the, the air quotes journalist, said, you know, since you took over Twitter, it's, it's been very hateful. It's been getting really, it's like the Wild West. It's terrible. And he says, yeah, uh, why don't, Musk says, why don't you give me an example? And the guy says, well, I, I you know, I, I hear from other people. He goes, well, you, you just said it. So why don't you give me an example? And this went on for about, Five minutes. The guy couldn't give him an example, and uh, the interview ended early. and And you thought BBC put it out to their credit, but they didn't. Uh, Musk recorded it and put it out. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was. It was golden moment. Really. Right there. It was. Oh, here it is. Tell me when we get the tongue looking part. It's right here. Mike wants to know when it's going to get spicy. <laughs> Frank's going to text a Russian bot. To suck his tongue. <laughs> Are, are you a single? A a do you suck maybe, tongue? Maybe. That would have been crossing the line for you. Maybe your assistant is. There it is. There it is. He doesn't. It's wrong on so many levels. Yeah, it's gross. Oh, boy. All right. It's gross. Well, I guess the Dalai Lama's not I mean, all-knowing. It was only. It was, it was just the tip, in all fairness. <laughs> it was oh, just God. the tip. That was horrible. Oh, that was, was bad. That was really bad. <sighs> no, but really, I mean, are we dealing with fucking total fetish freak weird shit? And like, we're just going to let it go. Like, this isn't going to, this isn't even going to be in the news cycle in a week. Listen, I, I've said it a couple of times on the show before. Frank Beck, I think I've said it both to you privately. Uh, you know, this is like the collapse of societies. For, yeah. For all, all of a time. The all, Greeks all, did it. The, the Romans did it. Yep. Greeks, Romans. You uh, do. You say all the yep. time that. This is the fall. I, I, I can't say what I want to say. We're right in the now. big circus. This I is the fall. I, I yell at Frank for going over the line. I can't. I can't go over the line on this. <laughs> take me to take me to Dodge Charger, baby. So well. So apparently, Dodge is claiming that the new uh, Charger EV promises to uh, eclipse the uh, internal combustion Hellcat. Hmm. So it looks pretty good. So now it says I can't, I can't say it doesn't it look good. It says that there's a hundred and something decibel quote unquote exhaust. It, it, it has so there's a movie that did this once. It's got Vince Vaughn in it. I can't remember the name of the movie, but he uh, it, what he did for a living was 
work on an electronic system to simulate a gas-powered sound at an electronic vehicle, and it's here. It's like really happening. Keith, the, correct me if I'm wrong. The BMW i8, which is their electric car with the like the kind of like uh, scissor doors. Yep. That car, I believe, has a really, really uh, advanced sort of an exhaust that sort of emulates. Have it's you ever heard am- it? Amplified. I don't know if it's amp, but like you can put an aftermarket on. I don't know if it like because it is a hybrid. I believe. I don't think mm-hmm. that's a full electric. Is it? Uh, no, I think you're correct. I think it's a hybrid. Uh, so maybe that's why. Maybe they because it's a hybrid, they can make an actual exhaust sound. Why yeah, don't right. th- Why don't they just own it? Like they're not. Well, they're embarrassed. So, they're embarrassed. Well, how, they no, no, it's, it's the owners. It's the yeah. owners. It's the car owners. So like someone like Keith, it's that that visceral that. No, no, no. I, I get it, but and have a gas powered engine. But yeah, the yeah. Why, the why make it? Why make it sound like it? Right. Well, yeah, so, I mean, it's something the, totally the, different. So the the the, the uh, it's identifying as a gas engine. <laughs> Model S Plaid doesn't have an uh, a amplified exhaust sound, and it's fast as shit. Right. But I only, <laughs> but but in all fairness, and actually, I have a, this is a question for you, a legitimate question. You've said that part of the reason why, not that you wouldn't own an electric vehicle, but more of a commuter car, but the reason why you love the Mustang is it's the it's the, the visceral. It's yeah, the, it's it's the like, connection, right? It's yeah. the connection to the road, connection to the vehicle. It's it's a manual transmission. It's right. not anywhere near as fast as an automatic so would be. Here's my question. The electric cars are faster, right? They have more torque on demand. Sure. If they could make that car for all intents and purposes, feel like a gas, but faster because of the electric torque on demand. It, it already exists. Right, no, but, but but if they could make the feeling feel like your Mustang, would you then be okay it, with it, it? it? Or is it just, is it a mental thing? Is it mental, like, well, I know this is You're real. boiling down the feeling to just the feeling. It's well, more... Describe, it, I've described the feeling. No, it's, it's, there's audible. It's, you know, you can hear it. It's, um, but if they could simulate it to the point where it was exactly the same, well, there's smells, you know, like the smell of fuel, right? Like, okay, you that's know, fair. You, I, I get out of that car because it's, you know, it's got a full return fuel system on it. So it, it, whatever fuel is not being used just gets pumped back in and it dumps into the fuel tank underneath the rear seat. Like the I, entire cab smells like fuel when you get I out got, of it. I got to ask, are you, are you, are you saying that just because like I'm kind of pressing you or like do you really I really like, enjoy that? You do. Like it's yeah. part of the experience. Yeah, I love okay. the smell of fuel, so, race fuel and So what you're like, saying I mean, I'll even go to aviation fuel. Like I love the smell of aviation fuel, sure. right? Like that smells good. We're <laughs> we're living in a time go back to your point about the end of the world happening right now or at least the end of our civilization. We've we're living in a time when everything is pretending to be something else. Yeah. Freaking meat they're making Imp- fake impossible, meat. Impossible burger. You're, you're pretending they're your meat doesn't gas count. Gas-powered <laughs> cars. I mean, to the to the point of strapping a horn on there, so it sounds like a so gas-powered so, car. So, Frank, you're, you're a bigger fan of being like that's a fast-ass electric car. Just let it be what it is. Yeah, you want to drive a Dewalt Trill? I mean, it's it's fast, it's cool, whatever. But right, it's a it's a different thing. Why make why it make like it something quack it's like not, a duck? Yeah. It's not a duck. All right. And it is it faster when you have to wait an hour and a half to charge it up? Well, <laughs> they start to lose on the cross country. By the way, you guys are sounding yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. boomer as fuck right now, just so you know. Gen X. Okay. You sound Gen very X. old. I mean, I'm Gen X too, but geez, you guys sound fucking old. I'm Gen Z. Uh, so I don't I, so I don't have such a problem with this. I think I, I, first of all, let me start by saying I like cars as in, whoa, that's a really nice car. But I'm not like I don't need what Keith is saying about like the smell, the, the I I, I do like the sound of a good exhaust, right? Like I think that's you like good. mine when it's obnoxious. When I no, yours is ridiculously loud. As a matter of fact, I even like when, when we drive places, I'm just like, don't don't 
hit the pedal. <laughs> coast. <laughs> just coast. Yeah. No drone. No drone. You're worried drone. about the carbon footprint. <laughs> no, that I'm not worried about. That's well, gonna, that's going to happen no matter what. So Keith, this are this show has been all over the place. Well, it's it been has fun. Been, I, I have to say though, I do think that it looks good. Like this EV charger does. Look it's a sharp good. looking vehicle. And it, you think it's going to be faster than the Hellcat? They're saying, it's, right? I don't Definitely. think. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think be, how it right? can't be. I mean, this last demon version that they're making is like ridiculous i mean it's not faster than that you're not against this i don't i don't deep down i don't believe you're against it i'm not against it what i'm against is the possibilities of what happens because of it you know and not that i can grow gasoline but i can't you know it's going to be very easy for them when i say them the uh the the government to be able to just shut the shut this down yeah but you know what though you say uh, it's happening anyway that is gas vehicles it's coming that's that's 26 that's a very popular right now that's a very popular like don't go electric like they can shut your power at any time and yeah fine but i mean if they want to shut the gas pumps they could do that too well that's my point yeah i mean i i I think you 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 gotta uh do what the honey badger does and you gotta get like a an old uh diesel engine and grow your own diesel and i mean he's not there yet but but if we talk to him about that he could get there plus i mean diesel lasts forever so if you if you get some diesel it'll if we're we're staying away from government conspiracy theories it's kind of cool it's kind of it's kind of cool it's cool technology but yeah but here's here's what you're not seeing mike is they want everyone to get on an electric car they want everyone to get rid of their traditional fossil fuel heating systems they want everyone to get on the grid now even if they're not going to shut it off, which you agree they could, even if they're not going to shut it off, they're closing down power plants, man. They want to put more tax on the not not money tax. They want to put more taxing things on the grid and then close power plants. I just how are by, we going to do that? By the way, I get I get down this rabbit hole too, so I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate. But I just feel like sometimes we go down these like conspiracy theories to the point of like maybe it's true. But no, maybe it's, it's like it's 100% maybe, true. It ain't they're well, not hiding it anymore. It's, it's But you you could if you go back in history progress is pro- progress is progress. It was never forced. What? It was never forced. Yeah, the, the, the I, market. I, think, I think if you went back then you might not you might disagree. I think if you, I think if you talk to someone from back then who was like remembers it really well, I don't know if that's true. So for instance, I'll give you an example. Do you you know what AI is? Like the whole AI thing, right? Scary. So it's scary, right? But there's a guy that I listened to, and he was like, everyone who's talking about AI, not AI like the robot, but AI like um, who, who can GBT. who can write who can write friggin' right for. They're like, okay, fine. So it's taking over for a blogger, or it's taking over. Guess what? The blogger will find something in AI to basically work AI, and and he said. All industries, at one point, a guy delivered ice to your house to like make your food cold. And then the refrigerator came along. That guy lost his job. We, But we all have refrigerators, right? You're not like, you know what? Fucking government's trying to shut down. I'm going to have a, an ice box in my house. Like, But I guarantee people were pissed off that the ice man was no longer going to have a job. You know, right, that's but not the president also didn't say that you can't have the ice man come to your house anymore. That's correct. I don't. I, so that's where I, capitalism I, just kind of took over. Right. right. I, I do believe if the free market dictates it, that right. that's true. And part of the problem I have with the government right now, what they're doing is if they just let the free market work, it actually probably would go the way they want it to go. And it would work better. Yeah. All right, Keith, I have been up and down on a roller coaster. Take me to Positiveville. Well, so I thought something that was positive for the Second Amendment community. We never hear of any. I don't feel like we hear enough about any in our area at least, of uh, youth competition 
and and uh, you know going to, to some sort of uh, in this case Junior Olympics. It was Green Springs, I believe, in Ohio. Their American Legion uh, marksmanship team won the Junior Olympics or won a competition. They head to the Junior Olympics in uh, women's air rifle, uh, women's small bore, and men's small bore, men's air rifle, and uh, men's air pistol and men's sport pistol. So these guys are ranging in ages from 12 to 16 years old, um, and uh, they beat out the qualifying uh, the other qualifying teams, and uh, they're able to uh, to head to the Junior Olympics. And uh, I thought that was a pretty positive thing. Super cool, very cool for sure. Absolutely. There, and yeah. what's weird about this? So, is this like something that like New York doesn't even do? Because we're so anti-gun. Like, do, do like. There's, I don't know of anybody that's upstate schools have have uh, marksmanship teams locally. Uh, who is it? Newburgh just came out with a no. Team? Yeah, there's uh, a joke here. By I, the way, I want definitely a joke. It's no joke, man. <laughs> I want to say Newburgh schools just started a trap team. Um, Pine Bush might have a trap team. Get the fuck out of here. There's many. There's many. Look it up. Uh, how, so I've actually thought I, about this for like local districts of like how you could encourage. Like a trap team. Yeah, we've talked about it in our own school right. district, right? Do the kid? I'm assuming they don't go to school. Like, it's not, it's not the ski club I where they bring, their, they bring think, their gun to school. And, I love that you're anymore. thinking about doing to... a FUD sport. Like, that makes me excited. Listen, anything <laughs> that encourages shooting sports, however, bring up that picture for me again of that young person. However, this is the problem, is that, I mean... I'm not gonna lie. The fucking shooting jackets are freaking dorky as hell. Oh, freaking! They really are. They're no, pretty cool. They're, super they're weighted. Cool. They're okay. No, man. My my point <laughs> is though is like that's the stuff that someone will go. I was on the shooting team in the Junior Olympics, but I don't agree with these AR-15s. Like that's yeah. the problem. Those guns look pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're so interesting. Yeah, but you compare that that those young girls with their shooting jackets on, and you yep. say how dorky they look, but in 15 years when they're competing in the Olympics with their shooting jackets on, let's say USA, not so dorky anymore. Not as, but what I, my point is, is it's not, it's not. Okay. So I have this weird, I have this weird thing about bull riding. What? Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to make a connection. I'm going to come and make this come full circle. I, if you put bull riding on right now, I can't, Stop watching it. Like, I fucking find bull riding. Oh, I funny. thought you were going to attack bull riding. I've, no, I've no, ridden no, bulls. No, no. Have you really? I've ridden bulls, dude. Really? Yeah. We got to, wait, really? Yeah. Where? <laughs> it was in Maryland. It was, I went was to it a like bull. a monster bull? That wasn't like a no, thousand no, pound bull. No, no. It, yeah. it was a big bull. I, I went to, it was a bull riding school. That's Rode cool. probably like 10 bulls over the weekend, 10, really? 13 bulls over the weekend. I have a newfound respect for you. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I, th I thought you were going to knock bull riding. Shit. I will produce the picture and you will apologize. First of all, Bill Gates has not figured out how to make a bull in a laboratory yet. <laughs> all right, can I go back to bull riding? So bull riding, I, I think it's awesome. Like, I, I can't stop watching it. I'm telling you, you put it on right now, I will figure well, I'll sit here for the next two hours. Are, are you, is this like a dream of yours? You want to buy ride a bull? No, I just. we can make I, this happen. There's I nobody just, cooler than bull rider. I just think it's That's fucking pretty, cool. So anyway, but I, like, I'll never go circuit, seek it out. But like, if you put it on, I'll be watching it. So my point of this is I was watching a documentary on bull riding the other day and back in the day it was like cowboy hat, jeans, cowboy boots. Now you look at them, they're very modernized, right? Like they have the helmets, they have Armor. like a they have like a leather jacket with all the like patches of like a you know, monster, like all their like whatever. 
they've modernized it. And even for like kind of like a a country sport, I don't even know what to call it, right? Like it's definitely more of a rural sport. American. America. America. But like they go to like Madison Square Garden. They go in the middle of New York City. That kicks off the series every year. Right? Mm -hmm. They go in the middle of New York City and guess what? They draw fucking crowds from New York City. Right? Bull riding in guns. I I saw a guy in what looked like bull riding gear giving me a... 36 pack of Miller Lite the other night down at the beer was it store. Bud Light? You sure it wasn't no, Bud Light? No, it was not. Uh, that's why I specifically said Miller Lite. Okay. <laughs> it was Bud Light, but he had to change it. So my point of this is, is like if you don't sort of modernize and kind of bring things into like a more, make it more cool and appealing to the general masses, people just ignore you. No, dude, you're failing oh. to see how high tech that kid is. But like it's, that, it's, that's super high tech there. Yeah, I mean, look at those. There's, there's, there's grip. That's not, pre-position shooting, so there's, there's sandpaper it, grip it, everywhere. It, but it's optics. You know what I mean? So like you have to make it like, like again, with the bull ride, like if you look at them, they look cooler now. They're like badass with black leather jackets and you stuff. You just like, don't like no. the way they pick their jacket, which is he bullshit. Might not, he doesn't like the color. He doesn't like the color. Yeah. First of all, they, they, you're the comparing the bull riding. The vest they wear is a, is like a flak vest. It's it's yeah. protective. Right. It's, oh, it's, it has a safety function. Of it's course. not to of look course. cooler. It's not, but they've Some modern, of them wear helmets modern. and face masks yeah, now, which, that, you know, catcher's mitts. It's, it's, not, it, it, it's not the same thing. They've I don't definitely think. brought in more modern, though. If you well, look at bull course, right now, modern, it's more modern. Technology brings in safer things. Yes. I mean, I'm sure these guys are sponsored. They both are shooting Walthers, right? I'm sure those, that those t- are $2,000 rifles. Oh, and at least. Wal- those Walthers are cheap. Those those are air rifles. I think they're around 2000 bucks. Who do you think has got a better chance of bringing in? What do you, I'm sorry, what do you think has a better chance of bringing in just average American, this, is, this, this could go really awry, average American, healthy, mentally healthy kid into the, <laughs> into the gun world. These video games where they're shooting cool AR-15s or this, I guarantee it's not this. I guarantee I, it. Well, you said mentally know. healthy kids. I mean, there's a difference with the the, the video <clears throat> games are not the same realm. It's, it's that's not healthy. And, and what's this? This is healthy because this does a lot more than just a physical. And this shooting. is this that's, is actual that's, shooting. Well, physical that is true. Is this is actual shooting. That is true. That what you're saying. Is, I agree 100. percent Like it breathing, is definitely. It is control. definitely. This is more mentally healthy for sure, but. I just think that like it's it's a very slow sport. I think people like speed. They like you know they want fast run and gun like ta- can, tactical Mike, game. Tactical Mike, games. Speed. Can you hit a trap, Clay? No. Fuck that. <laughs> then let's talk about speed. Like no, that's... I don't mean I mean physical speed. But well, we're, we're all guns. We're all gun guys here. Yep. You have to start if you're going to get into any shooting sport. It doesn't matter what it is. You sure. have to start with fundamental marksmanship, I which is what that is. That's fine. You I, have to learn that before you can I'm walk not, and shoot guns. I'm not saying that this isn't a good thing. I'm not saying it shouldn't exist. I'm not saying that it's not cool. You just don't think it's attractive enough. I don't think it's sure. I'll use the word. I don't think it's sexy enough to appeal to the masses. I said attractive. You said sexy. I did. Sexy. (laughs) So we talked about tactical games earlier. Mm -hmm. I think tactical games has a way better chance of opening the masses to gun than this does. Hell yeah. However, you can't just jump into tactical games if you don't know how to shoot. You got to learn how to shoot first. You could. You just would be bad at it. (laughs) Okay. You could. Fair enough. Or or like us, we know how to shoot, but we'd be bad at the other stuff. Yeah. That's true. Right? But so my my point- Beck's going to be picking me up this weekend at this shoot. (laughs) I'll be right there with you. I'm not ragging on this. I think it's really positive. I just, but I think in terms of what brings people in, I think that like this doesn't get enough exposure. You know it what I mean? It doesn't have like, the cool 
It doesn't. Optic <clears throat> draw that you're that you're looking for. But you know what? There's a bowling team in That's a true. lot of schools. Yeah, there's nothing yep. more boring than that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not not that rather. it's boring, but uh, it's it's a game of skill. Yep. Right? More than a sport. I, and and I hate bullseye shooting. Our our winter bullseye league and yet is, you shoot is boring. Yet but you, you know what? It. When you pull that trigger and you see that hole in that bullseye, it's, it's very satisfying. But yeah. what pisses me off about this, what pisses me off about this is not that it's don't get me wrong. It is not that this happened. It's not that these kids these kids are great kids. My point is if you try to start Phenomenal kids. If, if you try to start this team in our neighbor in our town. There's a chance it might get through. It's an Olympic sport. It's it's air rifles. It it's it's completely safe. But if you said, "Hey, we're going to start a tactical," um, that would get would, more pushback from the community. It would that's, get a lot more. That's, and yeah, that's, that's my point. problem: is that the stuff that the stuff that we all know is appealing to people gets shot down well, every time. Not to well, bring it not to bring it full circle, but that's exactly what the guy who wrote the article about what AR owner fifteen. Uh, AR-15 owners see is the problem. You know, he's trying to say that's the problem. Right. Right. And I uh, see the opposite. We are saying the opposite, but you know, and and there's that mental healthy part that comes into play. But another part that I think we're taking a little bit granted is we all sort of grew up in this area. Uh, Beck, I'm not a hundred percent sure about you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But it's not, it's not very, prevalent around here in ohio it's everywhere i mean there's a lot more shooting teams in ohio so i I grew up doing that here you Um, did yep but that was because you grew up in a family that was not really i mean my father but yep yeah but not my my father i grew up i mean there was there was a bunch of kids i shot on the new york state junior team there was 20 kids on the team um were they all local like all from around it wasn't school it wasn't school related at all right no extracurricular Yeah. yeah But it was you represented all of New York State, all or of you New York rep- State, yeah. So the twenty people around 20 this twenty people from all over the state. There okay. was probably five, six, seven of us from Hudson Valley. Okay, okay, yeah. and then Nick, some of, you know Nick. Yep, yeah. and then some of them were from upstate, and yep. then I assume nobody. There was, was a couple from the city. There was a couple, there there was from, a couple the from the city. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So there you go. I mean, maybe we just don't see it enough. Maybe I mean this I, used to be way more popular. A lot of a lot of schools have ranges in the basement. Yeah, they used to do this in school. Yeah, yeah, that we we have heard stuff that like this just screams like NRA to me. It and is the, uh, that's, yeah, that's who started. No, I know, but and and the and the NRA in my opinion is like well, they're too they, busy. They got they, they got too much. They're they just they they're not, too much they're, other they're not good for the gun community. And I'm not saying that these activities aren't, but like I just like something. But maybe needs to isn't maybe isn't this a healthy way to introduce the Second Amendment? Like, well, absolutely. And if you it's, think a, of, it's a great start for sure. The mission statement of the NRA was to teach people how to shoot they, they yeah. were horrified with with marksmanship skills right. during the civil war they wanted people to learn how to shoot yep. yeah it's an issue of national security so if you have kids learning how to shoot in school as part of gym class yeah it's a good thing for the country and by the way, i'm being a, a total devil's advocate dick here because like i always say like dick. i don't like when the fuds are like oh <laughs> you tactical guys and meanwhile i'm being like you fucking fuds like with your <laughs> fud activities so i'm kind of being a little bit of a dick but the reality of it is like it's all shooting and as long as it's not i shoot guns but mm-hmm. No, all shooting sports are great. And there it is. So I think that'll do it for this episode. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And a very special thanks to Frank and Beck for hanging out with us and chopping it up. If anyone out there has any opinions, whoa, that was weird. If anyone out there has any opinions (laughs) or thought on tonight's conversation, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or Discord and let your voice be heard.